Welcome back, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm Dave Barfield. And I'm Josiah Jones. And this is the Christ Community Podcast. We are so glad you're here. We hope our show will encourage, challenge, and uplift you with the gospel of Jesus Christ. In today's episode, we talk about some things going on in our church, discuss the latest sermon, read some scripture, and as always, we'll spend time praying for you all. So let's get to it. Folks, welcome back to the show. Wonderful show ahead of us today. Lots to talk about. But uh, first, Josiah, can I just ask, was that not an awesome service last Sunday? Wasn't that just tremendous? Yes, it was. (laughs) It was was packed. It was. It was so full. But full of rich, beautiful gospel truth and realities. And it wasn't really uh, that much of a longer service. We really crammed a lot of things in. Yeah. Uh, into a short amount of time, which was great. But I mean, we had um, uh, communion and baptisms, new members joining. Yes. Um, uh, but it, it all started off with an out of this world announcement, did it not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dave, I think you might be uh, out of a job in announcing there. I don't know. <laughs> gladly, <laughs> gladly. Somebody else can take it. My goodness. Yeah. Ashley Bannon. Uh, one of our new members uh, just did a great job promoting our uh, Fall Family Fellowship, which is coming up here um, in the end of October, and uh, really excited about that. She did a great yes. job kicking it off, and I uh, hope everyone will, will sign up um, and participate. I'm sure it's going to be uh, just a great time together. Yes, so true. Um, you know, she said something about uh, it being like a family reunion, <laughs> yeah, too. Yeah, I liked she did. that. I like that. Because... We are the family of God, mm-hmm. and uh, God has made us to be knit together, mm. and we've been, in, many of us, we've been apart for a while, right. so to come together in a place that would be fun and safe uh, and mm-hmm. uh, to uh, um, get together again, that sounds like an awesome yeah. time. It's going to be great, and as I've mentioned multiple times, Fall is my favorite time of year, so looking forward to being outside and, and fellowshipping with uh, with our church. Uh, you know, and in many ways, this really is a busy time of year, COVID-19 notwithstanding. Um, we're yes. in the middle of our uh, our equip class on, on being a healthy church member, which has been great. We have elections coming up soon, and I don't mean presidential election. I'm oh. talking. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm talking about elections at church, uh, yes. although they do coincide, I guess, somewhat nicely. Um, but uh, yeah, so we have election of officers coming up uh, here at church, and uh, by way of a teaser, uh, over the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some guests on our show, uh, a couple of the men that are up for elder election, they're going to be joining us, so it'll be a great chance ah, to, yeah, to get them great. Uh, on here and get to know them better. Yes, Dave. Um, God is on the move, mm-hmm. as always. Right. And don't forget that Advent is just around the corner, oh and we're planning for that season oh, wow. uh, already, too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so much going on. But let's not skip over my favorite holiday, Thanksgiving. Uh, that's just even more around the corner than Advent. And uh, I know we don't do anything overly special on the church calendar for Thanksgiving, but um, that's coming too. So, And, and also Reformation Day, yes. which should be on the October church calendar. 31st. It kind of is. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, busy time of year. We're grateful for what God is doing. And uh, like you said, He's on the move, and He's doing lots of things in our church and it's been uh, great to see just uh, 
along for the wild ride. <laughs> so um, we need to get to the sermon. Yeah, last week's sermon, or last Sunday's sermon, uh, it was called Who's in Charge? So why don't you give us a brief rundown, give our listeners a summary of, uh, of Sunday's sermon for us. Uh, sure, Dave. So we were in Daniel for a sermon, as you mentioned, titled Who's in Charge? And mm-hmm. begin by saying a lot of our problems and frustrations come down to one of two things, either we think we're in charge when we're actually not, or we think we ought to be in charge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have to say, mm-hmm. if I were in charge. <laughs> um, and the central message of Daniel 4, uh, looking at the life of Nebuchadnezzar, who thought he was in charge, right. is you're not in charge, and it's a good thing you're not in charge. Mm-hmm. Only God is competent to be in charge mm-hmm. of this world and in charge of our lives. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, kind of looking at Nebuchadnezzar, uh, uh, saw that uh, first we often are under the illusion that we're in charge. Mm-hmm. And then we saw from this text how God reveals who's really in charge, and he does it both through his word, mm-hmm. but then also through a severe mercy mm. um, to... Uh, uh, to bring Nebuchadnezzar to his senses, and mm-hmm. God's gracious that he mm. still does that mm-hmm. today, a- and which leads finally to the recognition. So God's revealing, no, I'm in charge, but then bringing Nebuchadnezzar and bringing us to a place where we say, yes, you are a king uh, of the universe, uh, and I want you to be king in my life. Mm-hmm. You are in charge, uh, um, and you are good. Mm-hmm. I want you to to run this world and to run my to run my life. Mm-hmm. I gladly surrender. Um, yeah, that's you. awesome. I, I like how you said a severe mercy because it's a mercy that God saves us from ourselves. Yes. Right. I mean, it, we need <laughs> we need His mercy to overcome. Um, uh, our, our delusions yes. <laughs> of grandeur, uh, delusions of being in control. Yes. And, and I like the point that you said, one of your main points uh, is that um, we have the illusion of being in charge. Yeah. And um, whether it's of our own lives or perhaps collectively as a society, we have this illusion of, of being in charge of things. Um, but for some people, that I, I get the idea, I get the sense that that might want want to make us throw up our hands and and just say well forget it if i if i if i can't change anything if i'm not in charge of anything i, I might as well just give up and and live however i want kind of this um uh, antinomian lifestyle right just i i have no responsibility if i'm not really in charge so what would you say what would you say to someone that um responded that way yeah well that's a great question um i would say there's a difference between um, be, not being in charge, as in control uh, of everything, and not having a significant role that mm-hmm. God has given us to play and mm-hmm. responsibility. So um, it's think about the area of parenting. We're mm-hmm. not in charge. I can't save myself, let alone <laughs> save <laughs> right. my children. I don't have the master plan uh, for them, mm-hmm. but God has given me a significant role to play mm-hmm. in their lives and a role that I'm to seek to be faithful to uh, p- 
pour into them, to disciple them, to raise them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord in radical dependence upon God's grace. Mm-hmm. I have a significant role. And so my call then is to be faithful to what God has called me to do mm-hmm. and to trust Him. Mm-hmm. So God wants me to be in uh, uh, in conscientious dependence upon Him, mm-hmm. to delight that He is in control and mm-hmm. I'm not. And so then I'm, uh, uh, as I look to Him, I am to seek to be faithful to play the role that He has called, which mm-hmm. is me to play, which is not God. It's mm-hmm. not to be in charge, right. but to be a faithful steward of the gifts and opportunities that He's given me, mm-hmm. uh, um, to pursue faithfulness and trust um, in Him. So that, I think, would be my... Yeah. And it reminds me, I mean, I kind of live in this... The where, the place that I hang my hat uh, in regards to God's sovereignty and human responsibility, um, I, I feel like there is a tension there, not not tension in a bad way. There, there is tension in a good way. Um, but there, there's a little bit of, of cognitive unrest there. And the place that I land, uh, just to, you know, to pull myself out of bed in the morning so I don't get too <laughs> destitute, uh, but it's God doesn't just ordain the end, He ordains the means. Yes. Which, and and that, that's kind of, it's a little bit of a, of a, of a pick-me-up for prayer, too. Like, God ordains my prayers to be part of the means yes. of what He's going to accomplish. And so that, that helps me uh, resolve a little bit of that tension about um, human responsibility and, and design, uh, divine sovereignty. But then I also think, uh, as you were talking, this came to mind, um, the passage in Philippians 2, where Paul said, work out your salvation with yes. fear and trembling. He literally yes. said, work out, work it out, do something... Yes. And then in the next verse, because it's God who works in you to do yes. and to will according to His good pleasure. So, yes, you have to do this, but God's working the whole time. Yes, and and, and understanding who God is and how He works is what fuels our work, mm-hmm. working out what God is working um, in. That's the same way, for example, with evangelism. Mm-hmm. So we're thinking God, God's in charge, He's the one who saves. Mm-hmm. Paul will... Say uh, and uh, the the exact passage slips my mind, um, but Paul will say, "I work." He'll describe all the things that he does, mm-hmm. laboring mm. for the sake of missions, uh, sacrificing, suffering, all of that. And he says, "I do this for the sake of the elect." Mm-hmm. So wait a second, <laughs> wait, Paul, wait, Paul. <laughs> Which is because it? Yeah. Paul understands that um, only God saves. God has chosen to work through means. He He's delighted mm-hmm. to work through His children, right. to even call us co-workers yep. with Him. And uh, uh, so, but but it's confidence in God's sovereignty that fuels His sacrificial service with joy. Mm-hmm. Confident. See, if if it were up to me, it would be a crushing burden and I'd throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. But knowing that it is God who saves, mm-hmm. and He's chosen to use f- the weak and foolish means, yep. it's, oh, let me pour myself right. um, into this and, and watch what God does. Yeah, it's stepping up to the plate with a lot of confidence, because yeah. you know that God's going to hit the Grand Slam. He yes. Just, you know, he just enables you to step up to the plate and and, and swing... Uh, 
swing for the stands. Yes. I, I'm reminded of the, the quote of, of Spurgeon when he was pressed about um, this, this divine sovereignty and human responsibility, and someone said, how do you reconcile the two? And he said, well, in Scripture, I, I don't see them as being enemies, you know? Why do I need to reconcile friends? Yes. And I think that's true. That's good. You know, we can have a perspective, you know, a chip-on-the-shoulder perspective that, well, these two things don't work together. How, how dare God make this the way things are? <laughs> Instead of saying, well, no, they're friends. This is how God is working uh, in the world around us. It's how He has um, set up His plan from eternity past. And there is, a, there is a properly placed mystery that we don't know how it all works together, but that's because we're not a member of the Trinity. Yep. If we were, we'd understand it, but it's yes. okay to have a divinely placed mystery in, in, in some of these things, I think. Absolutely. What, one other thing that mm-hmm. I remember hearing Piper talk once about um, hearing... We're quoting a lot of Baptists today. Yes, I don't are. know about this. <laughs> no, it's good. It's good. Hearing <laughs> being very ecumenical here. That's right. Um, but... Uh, um, Hyper, I remember a uh, big missions conference yeah. uh, referring to this missionary who uh, um, had said uh, that he didn't know, he wouldn't uh, serve on the mission field if mm-hmm. he believed in kind of the Calvinistic view of God's sovereignty, high view right. of God's Why sovereignty. Why go if they're going to get saved Why anyway? go? But 25 years after laboring in an incredibly difficult mm-hmm. uh, uh, field in East Asia, he mm-hmm. said, I could not have survived on the mission field if I didn't believe in the sovereignty right. of God in salvation, uh, because it was so hard mm-hmm. that he would have given up if he didn't understand God is able to save. And when he sends, it's because he is he's going to save a people from every tongue, tribe, nation. Mm-hmm. Uh, so even when it looks impossible, uh, you know that God is able to save and at work. So uh, the, the truth of God's sovereignty, come back to where mm-hmm. we were, whether it's in parenting, whether mm-hmm. it's uh, in um, sharing the gospel or um, serving... Um, in a church, just seeking to love on somebody who's mm-hmm. kind of hard. Uh, the truth of God's sovereignty ought to fuel our faithfulness um, in uh, living out the gospel and trusting God uh, to do what only He can do. Yeah, that's a good word, good sermon. Uh, thanks a lot, and uh, looking forward to what's next in the book of Daniel. I am too. In our next segment, we're going to take the time to quiet our hearts and listen to God's Word. With so many competing loud voices around us, it's difficult and yet worth it to meditate for a few moments on the Word of God. So, Josiah, what passage are we hearing today? Dave, today we're going to press into this idea of Jesus as the true ruler and yet also a servant. Hmm. So we're going to read uh, from uh, Philippians 2, verses 1 through 11. So if there is any encouragement in Christ, any comfort from love, any participation in the Spirit, any affection and sympathy, complete my joy by being of the same mind, having the same love, being in full accord and of one mind. Do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit, but in humility count others more significant than yourselves. Look each of you uh, not only to his own interest 
but also to the interests of others. Have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form. He humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. Therefore God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. I love how this text weds together these ideas of servant and yet still Lord of of the universe, and how Paul pivots from do these things, but here's Jesus. Yes. (laughs) So what what are your thoughts, Josiah, from from this passage today? Well, that's that's what you just were hinting at. Mm -hmm. It is, this is one of the most stunning, beautiful pictures Mm. of Jesus who is God. Mm Mm-hmm. and who humbles himself. He is the uh, the most exalted. He is King and Lord. Mm-hmm. Yet he, for, uh, for our sakes and for the glory of God, uh, does not... Uh, he, he stoops to the lowest rung uh, of, of the human ladder mm-hmm. in order to... Um, in order to serve us, in order to rescue us. Um, But what is striking here is Paul is calling Christians, okay, be humble. And what he does is he doesn't merely give us an example here. First and foremost, it's in essence, be amazed, worship and adore Mm -hmm. the one who uh, had everything and uh, is above all, who stoops so low to rescue us. Mm-hmm. So trust him, adore him, and as you adore him, yes, be like him. Have this same uh, mindset, this same mm-hmm. attitude. P- the Apostle Paul will regularly say, here's what you're called to. Uh, now let me show you Jesus mm-hmm. so that as you look upon him right. and adore him, you're changed into his likeness. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and it's the same as Hebrews 12, looking to Jesus, yes, the author and finisher of faith. So, I mean, there's this, yeah, there's kind of a to-do list, but it's a to-do list in the power of who Jesus is on yeah. our behalf yeah. and what he enables us to do by his spirit. So that's a great passage. Thanks for reading today. As we close, we want to pray for you. We believe God works through prayer and that prayer connects us to the heart of Jesus. So, Josiah, why don't you go first and then I'll close? Gladly, Dave. Let's pray. God, we do thank you that you are in charge and you are good. So, you don't need us, you've chosen to work through people who are uh, weak, who are 
sinners uh, who are in desperate need of your grace, uh, who are your children, loved by you. And you have, you've united us to your son, Jesus, who took the form of a servant mm. Uh, and so loved us that he served us all the way to the cross. Mm-hmm. And you've exalted him, and we gladly uh, now acknowledge you, Jesus, as our king and as our sovereign. Yes, Lord. Uh, we gladly bow our knee uh, before you. And we thank you that even as we've been reminded We're not in charge. You have chosen to work through prayer, and so we come to you in prayer. Lord, there are um, many uh, challenges that uh, our people face, and even as we recognize that we cannot control the outcomes, we do uh, pray, Lord, that you would enable us first to trust you. We pray as well that you would enable us to fulfill the significant roles that you have given us as fathers and mothers, as husbands and wives, as citizens uh, in uh, this nation, as members of uh, your body here at Christ Community Church. Mm -hmm. Lord, would you enable us to understand what you do ask of us and enable us to uh, fulfill the responsibilities that you have given us Mm -hmm in radical dependence upon you and upon your grace, to see you do in and through us what uh, we could never do ourselves, so that you get the glory Mm -hmm. and we get the joy of walking in intimate relationship with you in joyful surrender to you, our King and Savior. So, Lord, would you meet each one where we are, enabling us to trust you, enabling us to surrender more fully to you and to walk in faithfulness as you empower us by your Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, as we continue in prayer, um, I just thank you for this passage in Scripture that shows us that um, Jesus was willing to be um, the suffering servant on our behalf, that he would take our sins and our sorrows and and pay the price on the cross, death on a cross, cursed is he who hangs on a cross, that he would hang there on our behalf, um, and that you didn't leave him there, you yes. resurrected him and seated him at your right right hand and gave to him all authority um, on heaven, in heaven and on earth. And so we thank you for this. Thank you that that's the Lord that we serve, yes. uh, not some um, weak despot, but a benevolent ruler of the universe that loves us and laid down his life for us. And so we rejoice in that. Today, we ask that for our listeners, that they would sense this truth deep in their hearts, that they would draw identity from this truth, and that um, from this truth, they would um, uh, serve others just like Jesus came to serve, Uh, and not from some other source of strength and mustering up willpower, but from this source of Jesus Christ as the servant and Lord, that we would all serve from that um, 
truth. And so we just give you praise for your word that it meets us where we are. It's objective truth that we can cling to when things yes. are confusing, uh, when, when our hearts are rebellious. We thank you that your word mm. speaks to that as well. And so we continue to beg for your mercy and wisdom and grace in our lives. Lord, we're facing lots of things around us that we don't know how to navigate, and we know that you love to give wisdom and you love to give grace, and, and you're very merciful. And so we just plead for these things and rest on these things, um, knowing that you do love us, loved us enough that you would send Jesus uh, for yes. us to rescue us. So we thank you for this. We thank you for all that you are for us. And we ask these things in the great name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, we invite you to share it with family and friends. To learn more about our church, visit us online at ChristCommunityCarmel.org. And join us again next week for the Christ Community Podcast. Until then, the peace of Christ be with you. And also with you. Amen. And God bless.